When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast, where it's all about inspiring change and transforming lives. And here's your host. He's an Amazon best-selling author, six-figure blogger, internet marketer, and one of the top life coaches in the world, Stefan Palernos. Hey, everyone. This is Stefan from ProjectLifeMastery.com, and today I'm going to be interviewing a friend of mine, Chris Guthrie, over at UpFuel.com, and Chris is a very successful internet marketer, internet entrepreneur. He's had success in a number of different niches and business models from affiliate marketing to selling on Amazon to creating and selling his own software. Um, And I'm really excited just to pick uh, Chris's brain today a little bit about affiliate marketing and some of the uh, success that he's had with that and a little bit about his model and how he incorporates that into his business. So Chris, I want to thank you just for taking the time today and I'm looking forward to today's interview. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for inviting me on. And, you know, we were just catching up before we got going, and so it's just nice to, to catch up again. Totally, man. Um, do you mind maybe sharing? We did another interview before, which I recommend people, if you want to learn more about Amazon selling, uh, check it out on my YouTube channel. But I want to talk to you a little bit um, about affiliate marketing in, in this uh, video. Um, but first, you know, how, how did you get into online marketing, and, you know, how did you get into affiliate marketing? Yeah, actually, I uh, I started just building. I'll kind of condense the story because it's quite a while ago. But I started with forums in the video game niche. I was building up forums using VBolton. It's a software that's pretty popular for most forums now. Uh, and I was building a community, and then I was making money from Amazon or not Amazon, but Google AdSense. And then when I got up to about half a million page views a month and was only making five hundred bucks a month, I was like, well, maybe I need to find a niche where the traffic value is much higher because if I get a half a million page views a month and something that's much more lucrative, then I could potentially make this a full-time thing, and that's always been my goal, or had always been my goal at the time. And so I I started doing product review websites for Amazon affiliate marketing. And so that was really the first thing that actually got me to, to break away from my job was doing Amazon affiliate marketing for product review-style websites. And so I had them in the different technology spaces. I actually uh, sold my top site to um, back in 2010 actually, so it was quite a while ago, but I used some investment bankers to help sell that. And so affiliate marketing is really the first thing that I that I was able to get uh, enough money to be like, oh, this is like a full-time thing that it can be. So that was the first foray into that. Yeah, that's awesome. And what, um, I know you do a lot of different things now, but um, how have you incorporated affiliate marketing into your business since? Yeah, so now I I sell products both on the information side, but much less so on the information side, much more so on, on the software side. So 
I have software programs that are related to selling on Amazon. I have stuff that's for Amazon affiliates. And so a lot of the times, you know, we're selling our own products, but because we can't create everything, you know, there's lots of ideas that I'll see that people create and they'll message me and they'll say, hey, is this something that might be a good fit for your audience? And, and then sometimes it's like, oh man, I wish I would have thought of that. Uh, and obviously, you know, I can't do everything. And so a lot of times it's just, I look for products that really would fit the customer base that we have. And I promote to that audience in that way. Uh, additionally too, you know, I build an email list through my blog and then I can market to people that haven't purchased from something from me before. Uh, but I found too, just from looking at promotions and when I actually try and go through the numbers to see who are the people that are buying, oftentimes for me at least, it's the people that had some exposure to me primarily through buying something from me in the past. And so they can, they can have that trust. And now it's been years now trying to build up that trust. And so that's, that's how I try and incorporate it is I use the email list I build from selling products to then offer complimentary types of products and services yeah. and software. And then that works really, really well. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that's, yeah, I, I'm totally on the same page with you because we can only do so much, right? Like even just creating a software or product, that's, that's a several month process to really do that and do a really good job. Whereas with affiliate marketing, you know, you're just finding something that complements your customer, your subscriber, your traffic, or whatever, and you don't have to create it. You don't have to be the expert. You don't have to do all that stuff, and you're just recommending or endorsing that. And uh, I, I think, it, it, I mean, it's an awesome model. We actually met through, a, you know, we're both affiliates for a certain product. That's actually how we met, which is really cool. Um, but I, I'd love for you to maybe share, you know, what kind of success um, have you had? You know, if you don't mind sharing a little bit, maybe in the past and some, you know, recent successes, just to give some people an idea of just the possibilities that affiliate marketing can provide. Yeah, yeah, I don't have the exact numbers, but I know it's well over a million dollars in affiliate commissions over the time that I've been doing it, which is, you know, for to, to be fair, it's several years now of yeah. doing it, but it's, it's a pretty substantial amount of money yeah. um, considering that my model isn't just affiliate marketing, right? That's like just yeah. one component that I focus on. Uh, and so, yeah, it's been very powerful. I mean, I have some things that just focus on affiliate marketing, some websites. And then, uh, of course, using affiliate marketing where I promote it through products that we have. Um, but really, it, there's so many different models, right? You can create websites where your entire model is just, I'm an affiliate, right? So maybe, for example, the, the product review websites. Almost entirely, those are always going to be affiliate marketing style uh, monetization methods as opposed to creating and selling your own you know, physical product or your own software product because that wouldn't fit the niche. And so you know, it really just kind of depends on what you're doing, but there's so much money that can be made if you're doing affiliate marketing and, and you find a way to really differentiate uh, within yeah. your niche. Yeah, I'd love to hear more about the review model, if you don't mind. Um, yeah. So basically what you're doing, are you just writing a blog post or a video or whatever reviewing a product and then that has an affiliate link? Can you maybe share a little bit more what you used to do uh, around that? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I don't do as many physical product review sites now. Uh, and that's not to say that it can't work. It's just more of I when I first when I last sold that site, I was always interested and fascinated by software. The, the last the one of the first jobs I ever had out of college was as a video game tester at Microsoft, and so I kind of had this analytical software background in mind. Don't go do that though. By the way, you don't get paid any money. I found a pay stub a while back. It was like four hundred dollars or something for a week of work. <laughs> and so, anyways, I. Uh, where was I going with this? Yeah, so getting back to the, the review websites. Uh, so the strategy really is, you know, well, I'll tell you what I did. is 
I, I was contacting these manufacturers, and a lot of times I was just a smaller site, but I said, hey, you know, I'd like to review your product, and I was doing YouTube videos of uh, for those products, and then I was also writing more in-depth reviews on my blog. And so uh, I really found that when you're doing product review websites, what matters most is to differentiate, uh, and really that's probably the case for any business that you're building is to try and find a way you can differentiate. Otherwise, if you're just doing the exact same thing and you're not trying to attack it from a different angle, then you're not going to find much success. Uh, and so with that reference in mind, I was building out these websites and I was doing a little bit more in terms of the content creation that the competitors were doing. And that ultimately helped when I was able to sell the site uh, because other people were, they were just in that space at the time. They were just finding the largest tech site and then just basically writing a review based on never actually having seen the product where I was out and contacting uh, manufacturers and then saying, hey, you know, can you do this? And a lot of times, too, they have, in the case I was doing, I was reviewing smaller computers and they have, you know, demo programs where they loan out the unit to you and then they, then you send it back, right? So the only cost to them is the shipping and then, of course, they get free publicity. And so... A lot of times, it's just a matter of actually asking for it. You know, a lot of people say, hey, how would you actually get manufacturers sending products? I just Googled the name of the company, PR contact, and then just yeah. contacted them. Like, it's, it's really that simple. A lot of times, people just in general don't, don't ask for things. And but just, uh, yeah. so that's a little bit of it, I guess. Cool. And these products, were you primarily, you mentioned doing app, uh, on Amazon's affiliate program? Or yeah. Were you doing yeah. some private affiliate networks or... I wasn't doing in, in those. I wasn't doing as much with the private affiliate networks. Now I do more with private affiliate networks, uh, and and so I'll have. I'm trying to think now, right now in terms of like active things that I get getting paid from, it's probably seven or eight, maybe larger affiliate networks, and then there's some within the yeah. individual companies where they have their own like kind of. Once you do enough volume, they say, "Hey, uh, we'll go direct with you," and they offer you a higher payout. But um, yeah, with with those sites, it was pretty much Amazon. That was just the, the clear play for those. Was you know, okay, I'm reviewing different types of products, and uh, the best way to make money in that in that space is to to recommend products on Amazon because their affiliate program is more is almost. Uh, I'm trying to remember back, like Walmart and some of these other retailers, they pay a lot a lot lower rate. They might pay higher now. I haven't looked at it recently. Uh, but Amazon, you know, you start at four percent, and then you go all the way up to eight and a half percent based on how much volume you're doing. And uh, and the coolest part, part too, just to kind of continue the sidebar, is that as you do more volume throughout the month, they increase your commission, but then they also apply that commission rate to every product you sold previously for that month. So if you're at first at four percent and then you get up to six percent, then they go back and you get the two percent extra on those other products who are at four percent. So, anyways, yeah. cool. Can you, can you maybe actually share a little bit more? I, I do Amazon Associates as well. Yeah, because um, there's just certain things I mention or reference that you know, whether it's books or things that you know, there's easily available on Amazon. I just kind of uh, have my affiliate link for that. But how how does Amazon's affiliate program work and why do you think it's so powerful and beneficial to utilize yeah so i mean it's it's really simple to go to you just google amazon associates and you can sign up you need to have an existing website that you can apply through and once you get your approval and you know for me i applied like like it feels like almost 10 years ago because i think it was yeah <laughs> uh, i'm not sure i don't think that yeah, I mean, I don't think the approval process has changed much because we have a WordPress plugin that helps people with creating Amazon affiliate links. Uh, Easy Azon is that, and and so I don't I haven't heard anything different. But basically, you sign up for that that program, and then you're able to link to anything on Amazon. They have a site stripe uh, across the site. 
Um, you can also use plugins if you're using WordPress, and I'm not sure of any other software that you can use with with that. But yeah, I mean the process is you, you know you sign up for the affiliate program, and then you can look through any product that's on Amazon, and you can link to it. You can link to the different search results pages. You can link to um, you can put it up an image of the product, and then the way it works too is that any time someone clicks a link, it's 24 hours from the time they click that link for them to purchase something, and that can be anything on Amazon, and then you make money. So one of the ways I was making good money too was just sending as many, like putting a lot of links into the content that I was creating. So for example, if I was talking about a computer, I'd give some of the specs like the processor and the RAM and the hard drive, but I'd say to see the full specs, click here, and that would be a link to Amazon. And so a lot of times people are just naturally curious to find out more information, and so they'd click those more likely. Um, than just you know writing some piece of content and then putting a very very end of the line link to hey buy this on Amazon and so I put a lot of links throughout the content and that would help take advantage of the fact that anyone that goes to Amazon they can you'll get a commission on anything they buy and additionally too there's another thing you can do is if you get someone to actually add the item to their shopping cart then it's 90 days so you have 90 days on that product to earn a commission um, but yeah yeah I know that that's the cool thing about it is that you know, you, you, you have an affiliate link to a product and it, let's say they don't even buy that one. They buy the competing product or I've seen yeah. in my Amazon associates, like all these weird products that people buy that I'm getting credit <laughs> for as a sale because they click through my link and they, they went and people, when they buy on Amazon, they're not just buying one thing. They're usually buying a few different products and they're shopping around and all that too. So you can actually make a lot just from the back end and from a lot of different sales that they have, which is cool. Definitely. I remember seeing like the first, I think it was like a $5,000 engagement ring and I was like, sweet, I made like a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, totally. And um, do you have a certain criteria that you look for? Because obviously some products you're just not really worth promoting because you're only going to make, like books, for example, you might only make uh, 10 cents or 50 cents or whatever. So is there a criteria that you, you would look for um, for certain products that you would promote? Yeah, so... When it comes to the Amazon space, when I was doing the product review type websites, specifically when I was focused on the computer space, you know, there's a lot of competition there. And so my strategy was very much focused on, okay, how can I differentiate uh, with this space as opposed to trying to just do the bare minimum and and trying to monetize that way? Uh, if you're going for more obscure niches, it's easier to not to work as hard or to not as rather not everything is kind of hard work, right? Um, you've got to put in the work to, to actually see results. But I'm in more of the the level of competition. So with, in that space, it was, okay, how can I differentiate? And so going back, it was just creating new content and then actually getting the products to do the reviews. Uh, but if you're doing other types of, of products, I'd say just staying more obscure. Uh, and so you can use various tools like Google Keyword Planner or Longtail Pro or any of the other types of tools out there that can help you with seeing search volumes and getting an estimate of how many people are actually interested in that topic. Uh, and then that can be a way that you're doing that. And so I just found that just the more competitive you go, the more effort you're going to have to put into it and the more you're going to need to differentiate. If you sit near the lower side and you're just trying to say you're trying to build out your first website, go for something super obscure like uh, uh, electric weed whackers. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the thing is you'll find there's a lot of these different types of affiliate sites. I see them come across uh, in various listings. People are selling them. And so building them up, ranking them, and then selling them, that's another strategy as well. So For sure. And then what about generating traffic? What, what were the top methods that you utilized then? Yeah, so with, with that side, I was doing a lot of um, – I was, I was finding ways to, to break news within the space. 
And so I actually got like Engadget and some of his other large tech blogs to link back to my site. Engadget's owned by AOL. And so I did that by saying, for example, I found a product that, that was on Amazon, but it wasn't yet fully live. It didn't have the pictures added and everything. And so it was a product people were anticipating. And so I could say, hey, this product's available now. I wrote a quick blog post. And then they, you know, I, I sent a link to their tips line. And then they linked to it, right? And so I helped with getting some backlinks. And that helped with then the organic SEO for the site. And so a lot of time it's content creation, but also just link building. And, you know, I haven't focused a lot on link building these days, but uh, there's, there's still something that can be done. The one thing that I know for sure is that um, a lot of the, the strategies you can use to kind of game the system don't work as effectively anymore. Uh, and so doing like white hat SEOs is important. And there's a lot of, that's a whole other long conversation. And I'm not an expert at, at SEO. So. Totally. So primarily just creating content and uh, on a blog, reviewing products, whatever, then you'd attract people, yep. search engines, other links, and all that. Definitely. And, then, and when I was doing those sites, you know, when I sold that last one in 2010, you know, social media was, you know, going along, but it wasn't as effective as it is now. Yeah. A lot of times people can just drive traffic through social media to their sites and make money that way as well. So there's a lot of different strategies you can go after. I think that really it's just a matter of, one thing you can do too is you can just look to see what these sites that are selling um, on various, you know, Flippa or any of these other types of platforms, and then see okay how are they getting their traffic, and then you can kind of reverse engineer a strategy in that way too. So looking at what other people have done to be successful. For sure, um, I know what you do a lot now is you do email marketing because you have lists from your customers, you have a list from subscribers or whatever it is. Um, so I'd love to hear a little bit, maybe any tips you might have when it comes to email marketing and, you know, doing affiliate marketing from an email list. Yeah. So what I like to do when people sign up for the email list is provide some sort of a freebie. This is really common, uh, you know, giving some sort of a PDF or a course. Uh, usually what I like to do is a, a series of several emails, giving them additional value and content. And then after that content's been delivered, then, then and only then would I start to promote different types of products that I was doing. And so now, too, as well, just to keep the relationship strong, I'll just send one-off blasts to different content that I've created. Uh, or, and then sometimes, too, of course, when we launch a new product, for example, then I'll start to be more heavily emailing um, those products. And also, too, if we're doing an affiliate promotion, we'll all start to more heavily email. Uh, but uh, that's a large part of it. And then the other part, too, really is just, for me at least, it's been to have products that I sell because I found that the people that are on your email list that have bought something from you before, they're just so much more like I mentioned this before, but they're just so much more likely to actually buy things that you recommend yeah. because you've already been able to prove the value and to give to build that relationship uh, as already having them be a customer. Um, on the affiliate marketing side as well, I'm trying to think of what else I do. I mean, I uh, you know I'm creating content and then I'm doing uh, uh, I'm trying to remember content upgrades. So in the content itself. At the end of the post, it's like, here, you know, you like these t 20 tips on how to make more Amazon affiliate, take this free course, and then that's actually a specific example if you wanted to link to it. But yeah. people can read through, get these tips on how to do Amazon affiliate marketing, and at the end, we have a free course people can go through. And then through that free course, we promote our, our WordPress plugin. And we have a free version that we send out people to people, and then that also eventually leads to the paid version. And then, of course, once they they paid for it, then we can promote other products that are related and that we know that are, are valuable for them. And so that's kind of how I use it a lot of. Do you guys have a certain schedule for affiliate promotions? Because I'm sure you get a lot of opportunities where people want you to promote 
products and all that sort of stuff. And so how, how are you, how do you choose which, you know, cause obviously you could just email every day, but you don't want to do that cause you're going to kill your list. You're not going to have a relationship and you don't want to overly promote um, and try to sell people stuff. So what, what kind of balance do you have and, and how do you select that? You know, that's the one thing that I've always kind of struggled with, right? Cause a lot of the, the ways that I make money now is from the different software products I'm selling. And so it's a lot of a focus on, on that customer and then finding new ways to sell that product. And so the, on, the, on the affiliate side, finding th- other things to promote to those customers, sometimes that takes a backseat. Like for example, I had a, uh, a baby recently and so I haven't done like an affiliate promotion in the last two or three months. So I don't have like a very good scheduling process. Yeah. Uh, but if you're trying to maximize the money that you're making and also in, in a way too, if you're finding things that are valuable to your audience, uh, in a sense, the, the value that you're providing to them, then yeah, having a schedule definitely makes the most sense. I just, I've just never really been good at doing that because I just, I don't know, because it's sometimes it's tough too to make sure you find stuff that's really good because you've got to spend the time to vet it as well. Otherwise, your recommendations aren't going to be as valuable uh, if you recommend something that's not very good, and a lot of people buy it that trust you, then you've damaged that trust. Uh, and so that's kind of a, a tough part for me, I guess, is just finding the time to actually fit all that in. Um, but I think scheduling would probably make the most sense. Um, for now, I just say, okay, did I do a prom- if I did a promotion recently, then I just don't do one. I wait a little while at least. Um, so I don't do like I don't really do like back to back promotions. I like to have some time in between there so I can either send out content or just. Um, not be emailing people. Yeah. So, so if somebody you know comes to you and says, "Hey, here's a, a product we'd love for you to promote it. We'll give you fifty percent commissions or whatever." You kind of mentioned a little bit. You you want to make sure it's relevant to your actual customers. Like, are you mm-hmm. primarily putting their needs first? Like, really thinking about them and you really know your your list and your customers before you consider a product that you might promote. Definitely. I mean, I've. I've turned down so much money that I could have made by promoting things, uh, but it's, it's, it just doesn't make sense because if you're going for the long game and you're thinking about these people that either they're first trying to start their online business and that's a challenge in and of itself, but once they become successful then you and then you have products that you can sell to them as well, uh, that relationship is even stronger, especially if you had a part in helping them become successful in the first place, even if it's a small, a small part, right? Like they read some content of yours or they bought a product of yours. Um, but the the trust of your audience should really be placed above all else. Um, if that's what you're trying to do, if you if you're not worried about being trustworthy, and you're just trying to make a buck, a buck, then I guess you could just find everything to promote. But yeah, you're gonna burn you'd yeah. burn your list out anyway. So that's just not the the style for me. It's yeah. just you know it always doesn't make as much sense. Totally, I, I agree. You know, focus on the long term and building that relationship, that trust rather than just trying to make as much money as you can today, because then, you know, the long-term value is going to disappear. Um, Definitely. Is there any, you talked a little bit about differentiating. Is there any strategies that you have to differentiate either from other affiliates or just in your content or? Yeah. So, I mean, with affiliates, well, it's tough. I mean, I guess a lot of times it's just the way I try and differentiate is, is, it's if it's something that's a higher priced product, then what I'm doing by differentiating is I'm giving access to me in a sense through not necessarily like direct coaching, but maybe it's like group coaching. So for example, I did a promotion for this product that teaches people how to build websites uh, and rank them. And you know, they have, they've been doing this for years and have a much better established system and team uh, set a team, uh, 
a team of people that help these people, you know, in a form and everything. And I don't have that, right? I know how to build these types of sites. Uh, and so what I could do is promote that product and then say, here, here's, let me do a live webinar and I'll walk through one of my websites for anyone that buys this. Uh, and I'll show you, here's how that, here's the site that I built. Here's how I differentiated. This is why I built it. This is the content that I created. Here's how I came up with the content. Uh, and, and that's kind of what I do, right? So it's kind of more of a, how can I value add through my own experiences? I really found that it's just, that's the way, you know, you can't really replace your own experiences. Someone can't replace those. They might have something similar, and, and I guess in a sense that'd be, you know, an alternative that's similar. Uh, but for me, it's just, okay, how can I provide value based on something that I know uh, has worked for me? And then I can complement that into something I'm offering as affiliate. So that's usually what I do um, when I'm trying to do that. Yeah, so pro- providing a bonus, whether it's your own coaching, a webinar, maybe it's content, you know, ebook or video or whatever, whatever, or even the software as well, right? And you can even, as you know, you have, if you have your own products, you can bundle that together and give that away too. Definitely. That's exactly what we do. You know, a lot of times too, yeah, well, sometimes if it's a product that we know we haven't sold a lot or we know there's, uh, there's some, or maybe if we're just testing it out, right, we'll include it as a, as a bonus when we're offering some, when we're selling something else. And then we just say, hey, this is something that's, you know, it's, it's, it's finished, but if you can provide us feedback, that'd be great so we can release it later. Cool. So. Awesome. Yeah. And I'd love to maybe ask, um, you know, people that are watching this right now, do you have any advice just for people that are brand new to building online businesses or considering affiliate marketing just because, you know, maybe it's a little bit easier. You don't have to create the product or do a software like, you know, because a lot of the stuff that you're doing, not anyone can do. It's a very unique skill and niche and expertise and everything. So any advice for someone that is just, just starting out with affiliate marketing? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, and that's true, right, is you've got to have for your first initial success before you can kind of keep climbing up to whatever else it is you're trying to do. And so for me, yeah, affiliate marketing was the first thing, and then I moved on to software after that, after I used some of the profits from affiliate stuff. Um, so if you're doing, if you're first starting out, I really, I really, it's kind of a tough question to answer sometimes because there's so much, well... There's so many things that, that it takes to be successful, but at the same time, there's not, right? If I, if I go back to the initial success, it really came down to a few things that I, that I focused on and then I did those really well. So I created content that no one else was creating. I found ways to get links that no one else was trying to get for their sites. And then I was contacting manufacturers to get products that, that no one else was doing, right? And so that, those are the types of things that really helped me to be successful. And so if you're trying to start out and you're trying to go with affiliate marketing as a starting point, then seeing what you can do to differentiate in whatever niche you're trying to go after is really the first order of business, in my opinion. And once you've decided, okay, here's how, here's how I'm going to differentiate. Here's the plan that I have in place. Uh, in my case, for example, I built a site a few years ago, and my only goal was, hey, I see all these sites that are ranking, and I just think their content's crap and their recommendations are crap. So I'm going to build something that's that's that kind of foregoes money in a sense. That it'll still make money, but I'm going to forego just promoting the thing that's most uh, profitable and said, focus on what's the most value to the person that's searching for that content. Uh, and so there's just in any niche, it's going to be different for what you're trying to do to differentiate. But I think that always is what it begins with is how can you differentiate from what's already out there? Because at this stage of the internet, there's always going to be something else out there. And if there isn't, then you're either really, really early or you shouldn't bother because there's no money there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So cool, man. Well, I, I definitely agree. Um, and we can definitely talk on, on and on about this, but I think uh, you provide a lot of value. And uh, I really appreciate you just taking the time to share 
uh, a little bit of the stuff that you've done because I think it'll definitely help other people see, hey, you know what? There's other people that are doing this. Other people can be successful. And I think a lot of people, they don't have enough role models for people that are successful online. So um, how can people find out more about you and what you're up to? Yeah, I mean, best way would just be to go to my blog. Uh, I don't blog as actively right now because I'm so focused on the companies I've been building. But if you just go to upfuel.com, that's my site. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter, just at Chris Guthrie. So, yeah, and then, you know, if you drop me a line, I'll be happy to, to try and provide you some, some feedback. So Awesome. Cool, man. Well, thanks a lot. And I'll make sure to include those links below with this video. Uh, but, man, thank you again. Yeah, thanks again so much. Thanks for listening to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.projectlifemastery.com for more videos, podcasts, and articles that can help you take your life to the next level. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.